Welcome to our broadcast, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. I appreciate you joining me today, and I pray that as you listen and as you watch this message today, that you're going to be inspired in your faith. You're going to make the decision, if you haven't already, that you will never give up, never give up on God, never give up on His Word, that you've made the decision that having done all to stand, you're just going to keep right on standing until you see the fulfillment of what God has promised. Today we're continuing our study on the year of the abundant harvest. I've been talking about this for several weeks now. And it came from, of course, it came from the Bible, but it's the prophetic word that the Lord gave Brother Kenneth Copeland for 2019. He said it would be a year of the abundant harvest. Well, praise God, I like the sound of that, and I know that you do too. And so there are certain principles from God's word that cause that to happen. Now, even though it's God's will for it to happen, it's not going to happen just because it's His will. It's going to happen because you appropriate the principles that are found in His Word. As I've said on previous broadcasts, God will not violate His Word to make this happen. So God's given us the principles that we must apply, and then He will confirm it with signs following. Now, I'm going to take you into a service where I was teaching this. In fact, it was Brother Copeland's minister's conference that was held just not too long ago, and I was teaching on the abundant harvest. And so I want you to watch very closely now, and there are some principles that I want you to make note of. Each time I go to a different reference, make note of that. Take down the points that I mentioned regarding that reference, and then make the decision that you're going to apply these things just as quickly as you possibly can. I would suggest you do it just as soon as the broadcast is over. Okay, so get ready now, and let's go into that service where I was teaching the year of the abundant harvest. What the Lord's instructed me to talk about today is that abundant harvest, the lost seed time and harvest. And one of the things that came up in my spirit was you hear this quite often from people. I've even said it. You've probably said it. Well, it's all in God's timing. It's all in God's timing. Well, when God specifically says through the prophet, it's now, this year, isn't that God's timing? So can I go around and tell people, if I choose, this is my year for abundant harvest? I said, this is my year for abundant harvest. Now, I don't know about you, but I believe I do. Most of you got a lot of seed in the ground. Amen? I've got a lot of seed in the ground. Carol and I are not only, uh, you know, givers, but we are aggressive sowers. We live to give. That's one of our favorite things to do is sow. We don't do it. You know, just when we're in a meeting, we're, we, we get up every morning. Paul said, be mindful to be a blessing. Carolyn wrote a book a number of years ago, Born to be a Blessing. We're mindful to be a blessing. We pray, God, lead us somewhere where we can be a blessing. Lead us to someone we can be a blessing to. And it doesn't always have to be finances. You know, sometimes it's just a kind word, an encouraging word. That's a seed. Sometimes it's just a pat on the back and say, you're going to make it. That's a seed. Amen. Everything we say, everything we do is a seed. So, and we don't exclude finances. Of course, we, we give finances uh, quite often. Amen. So I've got a lot of seed in the ground. And now I have something to rest my faith on. 
that harvest time, abundant harvest time, is going to take place this year. I don't know about you, but that makes me want to shout. I think somebody ought to shout, hallelujah. I think somebody ought to shout a little bit louder, hallelujah. I think somebody ought to top that and really shout. Now go with me to Galatians chapter 6, and some of this you know, some of it you've never heard, you hear it here first. <laughs> Galatians chapter 6, and look at verse 6, let him that is taught in the Lord, or taught in the Word, communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things, and the word communicate there literally means to give or to sow, and even a stronger word is partner with. Let him that is taught in the word give, sow, partner with him that teacheth in all things. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. So it appears to me that Paul is talking about sowing and reaping. Would you agree? Yes. Sowing and reaping. Verse 9, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season, now if you haven't underlined that phrase, do so right now. Highlight it, put it in your notes. In due season we shall reap. Now, it's not a question of whether or not we will reap. We shall reap, but in God's timing, <laughs> as most people would say, due season. So notice he says, for in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good. And he's still talking about sowing unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. The message translation uses the phrase for due season at the right time. Write that down. At the right time, we will receive harvest from seeds we sow. The Amplified says at the appointed time. Write that down. At the appointed time. Now the word appointed means fixed, set, established, ordained or allotted time. I'll say that again. Appointed means fixed, set, established, ordained, and allotted time. Now, another definition that I discovered in the 1828 Noah Webster Dictionary, and I love the fact that it gives scripture references along with the definitions. So once again, this particular dictionary, 1828 Noah Webster, the definition it gives for appointed time, a decreed time. A decreed time. Now that really, that really went off in me. A decreed time. Say it with me. A decreed time. That's the same thing as an appointed time, the right time, 
or due season. A decreed time. And how does God normally go about decreeing something? Well, one of the ways is through the prophet's ministry. Amen. And the prophet has declared 2019. He's decreed as a mouthpiece for God that 2019 is the year of abundant harvest. Now, let me give you something just from some agricultural uh, things that just, you know, people that are involved in farming and so forth, they know this. Many of you may not know this. I'm just going to read it the way I wrote it down. Wheat crops. There are two seasonal wheat crops, spring wheat and winter wheat. Harvesting of winter wheat comes from mid-May till mid-July. So when the farmer, the wheat farmer, sows his seed expecting a crop, then he knows in advance that between mid-May and mid-July, he will have a harvest. No question about it. No guesswork. He knows. Now, when you and I sow financial seeds, we don't always know when due season will come. But we do know it will come because Galatians 6 said, we will reap if we faint not. So we stand in faith waiting for that harvest time. Now, if most Christians knew that if they sowed today, that harvest would come mid-July, everybody would be sowing. No question about it. No concerns. No guesswork. We know harvest will be mid-July. And you probably would get all the seed in the ground that you possibly could. Can you say amen about that? But we don't always know when due season will be here. The appointed time, the right time, the allotted time, and the decreed time. Unless it's decreed, we couldn't know. And that's the reason that Paul said, if we faint not. In other words, don't ever give up. How many of you have been tempted to give up on your harvest? Well, in just a moment, I'll be cast out lying devils <laughs> because we've all experienced that at times where you thought this is never going to happen. It's never going to work. And one of the things that, that got me past that years ago was I read in Psalm 20 that God never forgets the seed sown. God never forgets the seed sown. Amen. Now, wouldn't it be great if we knew in advance I said, wouldn't it be great if we knew in advance when harvest time is ready for us? Well, the prophet said. The prophet said. This is where that definition from the Noah Webster Dictionary comes in. Decreed time. The prophet 
by God, through God, inspired by God. And I know Brother Colton, he doesn't just stand up and just shoot his mouth off, say things that, you know, thus saith the Lord, and then it doesn't have anything to do with what God wants to do. I know him better than that. You know him better than that. It wasn't just a thought that came up and, oh, I believe I'll say that. That sounds good for 2019. Yeah, the year of abundant harvest. That's not Kenneth Copeland. I know that. You know that. So why aren't we shouting in advance when we know in advance that this year is abundant harvest time? Now, we don't always know in the natural when harvest time comes. But when God specifically speaks to the prophet and decrees it, then there's no room for doubt anymore. In fact, I get up every day ever since I heard. In fact, I look forward to the prophetic word that Brother Copeland has every year. And I not only look forward to what he says, I always compare it to what the Lord says to me and see how divinely linked it is. Because there's no contradiction in God. Amen. He said through Brother Copeland that it's the year of the abundant harvest. And the Lord said to me, uh, it'll be a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of your God. I preached here a couple of weeks ago and showed how those two are divinely linked. God is going to bring about harvest in your life this year through marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God. That means you're going to be astounded at how it comes. It's going to, it's going to come this year in ways you've never experienced before. Hallelujah. You know, in the ministry of Jesus, they said from time to time, after they saw a miracle he performed, we've seen strange things. The Bible says they were filled with wonder. They marveled. Well, he's still in the marvel, wonder, and extraordinary manifestation business. Hallelujah. And God is going to fill you with wonder this year. He's going to cause you to stand in awe, and you're going to ask from time to time, how in the world did God do it that way? Hallelujah. Don't limit God. Don't you never say, take the limits off God. Amen. Now, when Paul said, if we faint not, that means don't ever give up. So, until we have this prophetic word, I wouldn't have known when my harvest would come. So I just made up my mind that having done all to stand, I'll stand. I've become an expert in that. I like to say, my name is Jerry. Having done all to stand, stand. Savelle. Because that, that's, that's how everything's worked for me. I've had to stand. Glory to God. Now in the book of James, he compares uh, the farmer to the body of Christ watching for the appearing of the Lord. And he talks about uh, that we must remain patient. Everybody say patient. patient. And that's a word that most charismatics don't like. Patient. 
Our attitude has been sometimes, I've been patient enough. <laughs> but here's another thing James said, and uh, you're not going to like it any more than you like patient. <laughs> he said in James 5, 7, and 8, long patience. <laughs> long patience. Oh boy, it just made it worse. Sometimes you have to be willing to wait long. <laughs> How many of you, everything you've ever believed God for came to pass within a few moments? Anybody? If that's happened, I'm going to sit down and let you take over because I don't know anything about faith. If that's happened to you, but it's not, it hasn't. You had to wait, stay in faith, not give up. Having done all to stand, stand. And even though that farmer knows that harvest is coming and he already knows what period of time to expect it between mid-July and mid-August or something, he, he, he knows he still has to be patient as he's waiting for it. Can you say amen? amen. Now, he says, in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Now, I want you to keep that definition that I gave you from the Noah Webster Dictionary about appointed time, a decreed time. Keep that in your thinking because we're going to come back to that. I don't always know when due season will come, but I do know it will come. Amen. Amen. It will come because that's what God said. There's no doubt about it. Now, let's add to the equation that definition I gave you for appointed time from the Noah Webster Dictionary. A decreed time. Now, here's what that means. A decreed time in the Bible is a predetermined time set by God and Him alone. In other words, I can't set this decreed time, particularly where due season is concerned. I can't just come up with a time that I would like for it to happen. It is a predetermined time that God and God alone can set. It is a time in which only He can establish. God reserves the right to determine the time for due season. Daniel chapter 2, verse 21, he changeth the times and the seasons. He changeth the times and the seasons. One commentary says, he orders events as he desires and at his prerogative. Another commentary says, he does this so that he might show that he's in total control. And still another commentary says, he has the power to change what deems necessary. He has the power to change what deems necessary. That's the reason he reserves the right to change the times and the seasons. It's at his discretion. Can you say amen? amen. When God spoke through Brother Copeland and said 2019, would be a year of abundant harvest, then he gave us a decreed time. Yes. 
a time frame that we can fix our faith upon. And I have my faith fixed upon it. I'm no longer having to wonder when due season will happen. Hallelujah. I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to walk out of here today and I'm going to do it for the rest of this year. I'm going to decree what the prophet said because I believe the prophet and I will prosper. Hallelujah. And I'm saying, I'm telling everybody to come, out, come in contact with, this is my year for abundant harvest. I said, this is my year for abundant harvest. Look at somebody say, this is my year for abundant harvest. Not just harvest, but abundant harvest. Can you give God a good shout in advance? Now, do you remember the story in 2 Kings chapter 7? And it begins in verse 1. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Listen to this. Hear ye the word of the Lord. This is being spoken out of the prophet Elijah's, Elijah's mouth. A prophet. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Tomorrow, about this time, shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Notice God told the prophet to say, tomorrow at this same time. In other words, God put a time frame on it and the prophet spoke it. He set the appointed time. He set the due season through a word decreed out of the prophet's mouth. Amen. Now, what if Brother Copeland said, tomorrow, everybody in here that's a sower of seed will have an abundant harvest. I wonder how many would believe it. Well, that must have been something he ate. But if God inspired him to say it, and brother, all day long, all night long, I probably wouldn't even go to bed tonight. I'd be talking about my harvest. I'd be shouting about my harvest. In fact, I'd be making preparation for my harvest. I'm already about to write some checks. Hallelujah. Making provision for the harvest. Amen. Well, he didn't say tomorrow, but he did say this year. Look at your neighbor and say this year. How many of you want an abundant harvest? I certainly do, praise God. And I'm, I'm going for it. I don't know what the rest of you are going to do, but I'm going for it. You're going to hear me talking about this all year long, everywhere I go. This is my year for abundant harvest, and I'm ready for marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations. In fact, I am open to surprises. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord your best shout. Are you ready to receive the abundant harvest that God has promised? In the powerful three CD series, Year of the Abundant Harvest, Jerry Savelle demonstrates with scripture how harvest time is decreed through prophecy, how God never forgets a seed sown, how the abundant harvest enables you to be an abundant giver and more. You can live every day in God's blessing. Also included in today's package is the inspiring book, Every Day a Blessing Day. 
In its pages, you will learn what the blessing of God is and how you were created to prosper and excel. Today is the day. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this life-changing package, including Year of the Abundant Harvest and Every Day a Blessing Day. You can take your faith to the next level. Make the decision now to become a doer of the word and watch how God will produce an abundant harvest in your life. The year of the abundant harvest. Say that with me. Say it out loud where you can hear yourself say it. This is my year for the abundant harvest. Amen. That's what God wants to happen in your life. And you can make it happen as a result of acting on His Word. And if you will act on His Word, then God promises that His Word will not return void. It will accomplish that which He pleases, and it will prosper in the thing wherein to His Senate. So make the decision that you're going to act on the Word, and then just watch God will make it come to pass. He wants you to have a year of abundant harvest. Now, in fact, uh, let me, let me re say that. He wants you to live the rest of your life experiencing abundant harvest, but it can begin this year. If it never happened to you before, it can happen to you this year. Now, let me just uh, uh, give you a little bit of review on what we talked about, particularly from the book of Genesis chapter 26, where Isaac sowed in famine. And the Bible says he reaped a hundredfold in the same year. I like the way it reads from um, the message translation. It says, or, or rather the amplified translation, it says, the Lord favored him with blessings. He became great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy and distinguished. And then the message translation says, he took in a huge harvest. The man was richer and richer by the day until he became very wealthy. Notice he experienced abundant harvest. And how did he do it? Number one, he followed God's word. God told him, don't go to Egypt. You go right into the land that I tell you of, and I will bless you there. I will empower you to prosper. Well, he wound up in a land where there was a famine, and yet he knew that the law uh, that would get him out of this famine was the law of seed time and harvest. And so he sowed in that land, and the Bible says he reaped a hundredfold in the same year. So that's possible for you to have abundant harvest in the same year. Well, this is 2019. What do you want happening in your year? I believe, praise God, you want just exactly what I want, and it is abundant harvest. Amen? Now, if you're interested, I want to encourage you to place your order for the resources that we've made available to you on this program three CDs on this subject about the year of the abundant harvest. It's all the material that we, you've watched on this broadcast and even more. So let me encourage you to place your order for it. Along with those three CDs will come my book, Every Day a Blessing Day. How to position yourself to experience the blessings of God every day of your life. Not just once in a while. God wants something happening good in your life every day of your life. I like what Oral Roberts used to say, something good is going to happen to you. I believe it. And praise God, if you will act on the Word, it'll happen to you as well. If you'd like these resources, go to our website, jerrysavelle.org, and it'll tell you how to order them. And uh, as I always say, we'll get them to you as quickly as we possibly can. Now, I want to encourage you to join me again next week because we're going to continue talking about this subject. And I want you to remember this, your faith 
will overcome the world.